0: We're closing in here on the 2022 Nebraska football season. Hi, Sean Callahan with Husker Online and ABM, and we continue our in-depth look at this Nebraska football team today. We're talking to a very high-profile group of offensive linemen uh, joining us here. Uh, we've got Trent Hickson, Turner Corcoran, Teddy Prohaska, and Brock Bando. Guys. Welcome. This is going to be a lot of fun. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Well, right. we're going to change it up. I, I, I want to make this more conversational, more – and I, I just want to throw some topics to you guys and, um, you know, talk about last year, talk about the changes, kind of this season, uh, what you're thinking about. And, Teddy, I'm going to throw this right at you. I mean, when you go back to last year, I mean, how much you guys think about that and how much have you tried to kind of move on from that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely on, like, people's minds, and uh, it kind of – You have that like spark that's underneath you every time you think of the last year games and stuff, especially for me because I feel like I left so much like that I could have done, but they just got cut short. So it's kind of a motivation for me and I know for the rest of the team to just get those uh, one point games, one score games just cleaned up. Definitely. Yeah, no, it all kind of came
2: down to a handful of plays and, you know, we're doing everything we can right now to eliminate those right now instead of have to suffer the consequences here in the fall.
3: Yeah, and we're really just kind of focused on a fresh start. We have new coaches here, new plays and whatnot, so it's kind of a fresh start. Let's see what we can do this next year.
4: We also just missed Teddy on the sidelines, so. Yeah, I
1: mean,
0: for you, you, Teddy, like, it's got to be so crazy. I mean, you were going against Aiden Hutchinson, Mm -hmm. the number one pick in the draft, and you're number two, two. two, sorry, number two. (laughs) uh, two. (laughs) Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, he was held sackless, and you were Mm -hmm. playing your first game at right tackle. Mm -hmm and you know the week before against Northwestern I mean it just looked lights out I mean the, the way you guys played as a group and I mean just how when you think about the highs and the lows of just kind of that Michigan game I'm sure that that weighs on your mind still today
1: yeah and I after you know some time passed and I kind of healed from the whole experience of it happening I kind of like guys you know shoot their shots at me that Aiden Hutchinson tore my ACL or whatever but you know I was pretty um you know just you think about those and what, what could have happened or something like that. Like if not saying anything would have changed, but like if, if I was out there, you know, just things that go through my head, like if I was out there, this would have happened or something like that. But, you know, that game was just so kind of like cool to still be a part of. And that's why I was, I was pumped to get back out there and the boys were still, you know, going good and it looked, looked like they were playing hard and it just kind of sucked the way it ended.
0: Turner, I mean, how good was that combination going to be? You guys could have kept it together i mean just kind of the way you guys were flowing with that new right and left side
2: yeah no i think that we played well together and the whole group as, as a unit you know we were rolling at that point and you know when the when the turn of events happened you know it's it's kind of just like a next man mentality uh i thought bryce came in and played well um you know at the end of the day it's kind of what it is you know like i said earlier just it's a matter of four or five plays that we gotta eliminate
0: and Trent and brock i mean i, I think a lot of young guys can learn from you, you guys are go, both going to your sixth year and You both had ups and downs and and been on the field and had to wait your time. And finally in your sixth year, I mean, you guys are both projected, at least right now, as starters going into the year. Um, When you see young guys frustrated that are not playing as freshmen, you sometimes sit them down and say listen guys like it doesn't work like this always.
3: Yeah, I know we, we have uh, two walk-ons here and uh, they're they're going to be really good athletes and it's kind of just walking them through the process uh, getting them to understand our drills, getting them to understand the playbook, which is a hard process when you go from high school to college. So, I mean, f- the people that come in as freshmen and play, they're, they're freaks of nature and that's not typical for offensive linemen, especially on in Big Ten football. So, I mean, just getting to that next level mentality, the next level, just knowing what you're doing. And it, it's such a big, big game compared to high school. So it's it's really just hard for them to turn the corner. So it you kind of have to sit them down. But I think once they get into the fire, they understand, like, oh, I'm going to have to wait my time a little bit.
4: Like you said, like, there is a difference between being a young skill guy and then, like, a young O-line. Like, you got to put on that muscle and, like, instead of just being, like, you got to be lean. To also play like you just can't be fat and some guys come in like that and they just gotta lean out and still be heavy to play and it takes time. Takes a couple years.
0: How many high school guys that weigh 300 pounds actually carry it right when they get to Nebraska? Once Dave Ellis starts, (laughs) Henry. uh, (laughs) Henry's a freak, dude. Uh, Yeah,
2: he's a freak. Uh, He's he's built pretty well. Because
0: once Dave Ellis starts poking Uh you guys, I'm sure you learn that. You know what? I got a few things I got to trim up. (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, that that first year is is big for everybody. Like, you you might not gain any weight, but your body changes completely. And it's just, mm-hmm.
0: what, eating? I mean, what, what, I mean, obviously lifting, but, like, it's just simply changing your diet. Is it a big part of it? Or
2: I mean, for me, you know, the the lifting definitely intensified. And then when I got here, it was all about kind of, like, the weight gain and the protein and all that. So, I mean, Dave does a great job of it. Uh, Duval does a great job of it. So,
1: yeah. I'd say the uh, eating part and... I was kind of having this conversation the other day, and it's kind of if like you're on like the weight gain list almost. Uh, you have to train yourself to eat when you're not hungry, because you know you're going to be working it off regardless. Because they, the workouts we do are hard enough that they're going to get you to, you know, lose weight or whatever. And you got to replenish that
4: as much as you can just to put on that weight. They also do a great job of just telling us like what what's good to eat, what's bad to eat. And they also do a great job of like giving us the good food to eat at the training table. Like, we always ma- meals are mandatory. Yeah, fresh food, and they're great food. Like, I never have a problem with the meals there. Yeah.
0: Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing. But they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. What's the worst thing you guys can eat? Like when, like that you love, like ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Ice Cookies. Cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Four hundred two. cream. 402 yeah. 402 creamery downstairs. Four hundred two creamery
2: is not a, is uh, not a good Water. spot Those to go. Cheap meals. To. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good spot though. That that
0: five finger kinetic combo doesn't do the job.
2: Caniac.
1: Yeah. The caniac. Yeah. The caniac. Uh, the the caniac can is, that Stay is that is dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. You don't want to be caught in one of those.
0: Uh, Dave Ellis probably like has hidden cameras. in the Yeah,
1: games oh, probably. Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about the big changes on the field. Um, Donovan Royal, it's never easy to go through a coaching change in your room. And, and you guys are obviously very close to Greg when he was here and you get a new coach and it's kind of like a, working for a company and get a new boss. Mm-hmm. Um, when a new boss comes in, it's not easy to adjust to a new style. How has the adjustment been? What do you guys like so far about Coach Raoul and maybe what he's brought to the room? I'll just kind of toss it up and let you guys go.
4: Well, after having three O-line coaches, you kind of take what's the best <laughs> of, like, all the other coaches and then take what's the best from the new guy and, like, mill them together to, like, be the best you can be. like. I still like do some old technique with G and Cav, and I know I probably shouldn't be doing that, but like, <laughs> it's kind of just muscle memory that it's hard to break at this point.
0: Well, Kavanaugh is a good line coach. I mean, yeah, he's uh, proven that over his career. I mean, so you've had that. That same with you, Trent. You've mm-hmm. had the, the three coaches at Nebraska.
3: Yeah, team. a big thing when a new coach comes in is just buying into their mentality, figuring out what they want, and then just giving out your all the entire time. I know Coach Rail has brought in a different mindset and just. Anybody that's bought into it, you can see improvement from the first time we started doing drills in the spring to now, and it's crazy seeing the change there. Mm-hmm.
1: One of the things that I kind of saw was, uh, or that I thought was helpful, was instead of all of like the offensive line changing their language for him, he would change his language for us. So if there was something that we had under Coach G. That like it was pretty much the same call. He had a word for it, but we had a different call. He would let us keep that call, so like it just kind of that transitions a bit smoother for everybody. He yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. But for me and Teddy, I mean, we kind
2: of had to sit back and kind of yeah. be coaches a little bit over spring ball and kind of let Ryola teach all the other guys what to do, and then we would kind of just learn it as we go along, and then if there was something that we saw along the way, then we would help correct it. Yeah, okay. So
0: You hear a lot about this first step you guys take with Rayolo, the kind of like the way you fire off the ball. I mean, how different is kind of the attack approach maybe compared to p- before uh, when you talk about the different styles?
1: I feel like it's just kind of more smash mouth, like down in your
4: face, we're gonna move you off the ball. Start the attack. Yeah, It doesn't matter how, just like move the guy basically. Yeah.
0: Collision versus kind of like get in the way. I mean, mm-hmm. is that an accurate way to describe the difference? Or I would
4: say with G was more like accuracy and like more technique. Spots. Yeah. 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 And Ryl is just get the job done. Yeah.
0: Just yeah. knock it over. Knock <laughs> it over. Yeah, yeah. Have pretty, it pretty much. much. <laughs> yeah. And as players, I mean, is that fun to play that way?
3: hmm yeah. yeah. Less thinking. You're just attacking. It's sure. it really takes a lot, of lot of thinking away during the snap, so you can focus more pre-snap, which is kind of what we need on the offensive line.
0: You guys don't have Adrian, and and he was a big part of the running game, and I think it's pretty clear they don't want Casey and Chubba and these guys running the ball 20 times in a game. Mm -hmm. Um, So running the ball with a tailback this year is going to be a big part of it, whether it's Ramir, Anthony Grant, Jacquez Yant, um, uh, Gabe Urban. (coughs) You've got a group of guys. What do you see with that group? Can you get
2: a 1,000-yard back out of that group right now? I believe so, yeah, that's, I mean it's that's a matter reps. of splitting out reps. That's, it doesn't matter who's out on the field we're going to do everything we can to get it a hole for them. So.
1: there's There's just so many guys in that room, and all of them I feel like have potential to be a like a the starting guy, and it's just going to kind of have to be who's going to be the front runner when we you know bring it to Ireland and who's going to be that guy, but I could see it being where we just rotate them through, get them all touches and stuff like that but I just feel like that 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 kind of what stands out is consistently they have so many like talented guys in that group and
3: at the end of the day it's that's all on us and we are the ones that dictate uh are we going to have a thousand yard back and I know Coach Whipple and the staff are going to put us in a good place to, to get us that.
0: Well, and Dedrick Mills probably should have been one he got hurt. Maurice Washington mm-hmm. probably should have been one, and he had other issues. So, I mean, does it feel like you have better options than maybe the past few years where it felt like you should have had a 1,000-yard guys on those teams, but it just never worked itself out? And Adrian had to take the brunt of the carries, or Wandell had to take carries, um, you know, and just all the different things you guys had to kind of deal with to figure out how you wanted to run the football. Yeah.
3: Oh. Yeah, I think a lot of that, I mean, being here for six years, you see a lot of how the how the structure of uh, the team, like team rules, uh, we implemented new team rules, and I think everybody is really holding on to those and uh, taking them seriously. And I think that helps a lot, too, just everybody having a little more structure. Uh, it's player-led, too, so just the player-led focus of that, I think, will help everybody stay on track. I believe
2: that. Everyone in the running back room couldn't have a breakout year this year. It's just a matter of, you know, splitting those carries up. But it doesn't matter who's out on the field where you've got to get the job done.
0: Let's talk about Mark Whipple and, and what, first, we know he doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> um, he wears them on the practice field, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: And, yeah. Okay. Um, and in the out tr- there. <laughs> the, the, the
0: <laughs> but it's different. I mean, Coach Frost used to kind of push all the buttons, run the offense from like a CEO-type role. And it doesn't feel like that's the case anymore. Uh, Coach Whipple was a former head coach. He busts out those cut-ups of, like, Tom Brady and Bill O'Brien. Have you seen those? I'm uh, sure we will, though. uh, But just what what has he brought, just kind of being somebody that Coach Frost can take a few steps back now and run the whole football team?
4: He definitely can do that, like he's bringing in his own stuff while we're also having our some of the old stuff from last year and combining them too and like it's been a great transition so far. He's been a great coach and teaching us on like what he wants while also like being considerate of like what we've done before
1: I think it's, it's good for Frost too, because he can kind of like take a step back and look at more big picture stuff and not have to just worry offense the whole time and it's just kind of good to see him like kind of. Almost have some weight lifted off his shoulders that he has somebody who's so who has been around the game for so long And is just there to help him and help this team win. It's just kind of cool to see I agree
0: play calling on game days will be interesting just to see that dynamic For us mm-hmm. has called plays for a long long time. This will be the first year where technically he's not the play caller,
3: right? Yeah, I think he'll do a good job putting us in plays. They'll make us successful in using our uh, whether it's offensive line bodies running back bodies fitting us into a scheme that that makes us productive on the field
0: all right next up how how do you find the best five because i feel like there's a lot of combinations a lot of options um and you four appear to be at least in that best five right now um how important is it that you find the correct puzzle to put together and then have some good options on this offensive line and turner you're kind of one of the guys that you could play center guard our tackle and, and i feel like they're trying you at a lot of places to See if they make sure they can get the best five guys going.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's gonna that's going to be the hardest part is finding the five that can go out there. Uh, but I know that we have eight, nine, ten guys that can play at, at the snap of a shoelace. Um, anyone can roll out there and just roll the ball out there and they can play. It uh, doesn't matter who's out there. We're, we're going to do well.
0: And you have big shoes to fill with uh, Cam Jergens and but you've played guard before. So, I mean, just... Just the versatility you bring, obviously, is big,
3: too. Yeah, I think it's just big having people that, uh, first off, want to play, want to compete, and then also uh, how well we can play together. Uh, that's been a big focus, especially in the offseason, is just, like, doing everything together, whether it's just getting water together or getting in the locker room together. So, I mean, I feel like that's going to be our focus, uh, especially going into the fall, is just, like, how well can we play together next to whoever's next to us. Yeah.
1: I feel like they, we do a good job of kind of plugging guys in at like across the entire line throughout like spring ball. Guys were playing different positions. Like Kevin was everywhere, Brant was everywhere, uh, Trent was pretty much just at center. <laughs> 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 but, but they do a good job of like, and especially with the younger guys, making sure that the depth is there too. Like Turner said, the guy goes down. Got to have that next guy up mentality. And so the perfect five, yeah, I mean, are the starting five, the best five, those will be, like, those guys. But the second and the threes are not – there's, like, no real drop off of talent or, like, you know, knowledge of the game.
4: Yeah, it's, like, it's all about trust and, like, being able to, like, help each other during the game and, like, knowing that he's going to be there when I need his help. And that's – I think at the level – or, like, talent level, we're all almost – So close to each other that you can't really tell, and it's just going to come down to trust.
0: Do you guys have a motto for the season? Um, Like a slogan for the team, or or is there anything that you guys have kind of like talked about, like what this season is for Nebraska football?
1: I feel like, well, as a team, win, Win. 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 but like touchdowns, touchdowns. (laughs) yeah, Yeah. (laughs) offense is touchdowns. O-line, we kind of got our own thing that we, we have on all of our notepads, but, I mean, we're going to, I think, maybe keep that in-house of what our goals are and what our standards are for the O-line.
0: What about you guys open up? I mean, we're taping this thing. We're 75 days away today when we're taping right now from Ireland. Mm-hmm. You guys go to Ireland, finally. I mean, it feels like this game has <laughs> been in the works yeah, since for six, a decade. Like, you were in high school. Yeah, um, yeah, And, Turner, I think you were in high school. Yeah, I was, was yeah. In the works. <laughs> Uh, But finally, we're going to go to Ireland for this game. Um, I know it's a huge football game to kind of set the tone because I go back to last year, you lost the week zero game to Illinois and I felt like that just spiraled the whole season from the get-go. It's like bogeying the first hole on a golf course and you never can really get that stroke back. How important is it when you start to think about what Dublin means?
3: I think it's going to be big because uh, it's a week zero game but we're also traveling halfway across the world to Ireland and that brings some new challenges to preparation for a game. We're going to be practicing there. We have to get our sleep right and just adapting to a whole bunch of different challenges away from home and it's also like the first week of school too so i mean it's, it's just going to be a lot of stuff to juggle and i think the team that juggles it the best is what's is who's going to end up winning
1: it yeah rayola Ray- says a lot uh northwestern doesn't care with how we're feeling right now or they don't care about what, how we're feeling and that's just kind of the mindset we have to have is we have to do everything right now preparing for northwestern and for dublin and uh i feel like we're doing a pretty good job of that right now
4: once we get the, like, the bowls, that, like that ball, that ball starts rolling at that game, and we need that. Why are you Turner? I agree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, you won't have a lot of time in Dublin to do much, but right. give me one thing you hope to do out there on that trip. Win the game. Win the game. Well, besides. On the
1: field,
0: <laughs> and maybe you're just gonna stay in a hotel and chill yeah. the whole week yeah. uh, but like if you can get to do one thing on this trip and take advantage of the opportunity what are you gonna-
3: there's those cliffs or something in Ireland I want to see those <laughs> or something and I just get to see a different culture and see how things are over there that's um, obviously like everybody wants to go visit Europe at, Europe at some point but I mean this is kind of a, a work trip so the focus is going to be different but I hope we can go see a few things out there I'm
2: Irish. Last name Corcoran, it's Irish. So I know me and my family are pretty excited about going out there and getting to actually experience, you know, our culture. So so that'll be that'll be fun. Exactly, you know, I'll I'll be twenty one, but no, I'm not gonna
0: be drinking on this trip. How about you, Teddy?
1: I'm just gonna eat some food. I don't know if they got any like Irish delicacies over there, but I'm gonna go check those out and see if there's anything good.
0: (laughs) <laughs> no, they don't even eat that, that, that. That's like Americanized. Like I've, yeah. there, there is a steakhouse, a pretty good one in Dublin I went to, it, but it's all grass-fed meat. But no. pretty good. You'll, you'll, <laughs> how about
4: you, Brad? Um, I haven't really thought about it. Like, it's a business trip, not vacation. So, just worried about getting the right mindset and winning the game.
0: At least nobody said Guinness or Jameson. That might be a <laughs> uh, Right. But guys, lots of fun. Appreciate know. you guys uh, yeah. taking yeah. a chance to sit down here. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you, appreciate you. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, that wraps it up here with the offensive line. For Husker Line at ABM, I'm Sean Callahan.